Y'all into some weird kind of Christianity. Alright, keep it down back there. We're broadcasting. You gotta remember the King of Glory is for everyone. And he's not a Pharisee. Like your pastors. Oh, what are you doing? Accuser. Nah. If it's not for you, let it hit the person behind you. Convict them of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. What's the truth? It's a drink. The new covenant's called the cup. Most Christians don't drink it. They think it. That's what a Pharisee is. They think the new covenant in their soul. So when the real Christians come around that are a new wine skin full of new wine, it intimidates them because you're about to lose control. <laughs> you're going to have to actually trust God and be a real Christian for the first time in your pharisaical, hypocritical life. And that's love. It's love that bursts your old wineskins. It's love that bursts your souls. It's love that crucifies your souls with seven horns and seven eyes. The Lamb of God is the love of the Father. Has your flesh and blood been slain with Him? Or are you still self-aware, self-protected, self-good? That's what a Pharisee is. That's what a son and daughter of Satan is. They live in control of their own lives and are not carried by the cloud by day and fire by night. <laughs> when you're crucified with Christ, you no longer live. But the life you now live, you live by faith. And we've quoted that 10 million times and almost never walked in it one day. <laughs> Which means I don't have control of my decisions, my opinions, or even my own ideas. I'm not my own. I was bought with a price. I'm a love slave. I'm a vessel of divine love. I don't have an opinion about you, but I'm full of wine and you can have a drink. I mean, that's what a Christian's supposed to be. I'm not an accuser. I'm not judgmental. I mean, that's just normal anointianity. I'm a new wineskin. Have a drink. Can you drink from that person and receive strong, potent, divine love and be drunk with love? Or are they just a frickin' Pharisee? You'll find most of them are just full of envy and strife. You don't look for it, but that's what they manifest. Because they're fake Christians. They're foolish virgins. They're only Christian outwardly, but their hearts are far from me. Rend your hearts and not your garments, but you sure look good on Star Day, Masonic Christian Celebration, Rite and Ritual Day. You sure look the part, but your hearts are far from me, says the Lord. How much will you sacrifice? How much will you be rewarded of the Father's presence? That's your reward. The Father. You don't need anything else. The Father will just slaughter everything once you start walking around in the bright cloud called the crown of glory. <laughs> it's lies and deception that makes you think you need anything else in this world to take care of yourself. That's that orphan thing. The fall. The separation because of a dirty conscience from God the Father. <sighs> Have your conscience cleansed and purged from death and everything you've done in your humanity today by the cup of salvation, the new wine.
Drinking the new wine is what purifies you from all unrighteousness. It's not optional to drink the cup of the new covenant. Every time the cup of the new covenant was introduced, he said, this is my blood shed for you. It wasn't a ritual. It wasn't a rite. It wasn't anything else except the impartation of the glory of God. Are you carried by the glory or some other spirit? A religious spirit? A lust spirit? A spirit from Egypt and a spirit from Sodom? But not the spirit from Zion, the Holy Spirit from God? What spirit motivates you and controls your decision-making process? That's your God. That's your strong man. Let there be four in you and no more. Four and no more. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in you share that body. But don't share that body with any other spirit from Egypt and Sodom of Jerusalem below. What is Jerusalem below? The house of every unclean spirit, Revelation says. Oh yeah. That's the house of all Egypt and Sodom, which are the cities of the underworld called Hades, of every fallen angel, every principality, every power, every throne, and every name that can be named. Jerusalem. Has your Jerusalem been cast out of your bodies, which is your sins? Earthly Jerusalem must be cast out of you, right out of your bellies, right out of your hearts, right out of your souls, so that only heavenly Jerusalem, Zion, the city of innumerable angels, possesses you. I mean, Mount Zion is God the Father. I think you need Him. Every overcomer has the Father's name written on their forehead. It is written. What name is written on your forehead? That's your God. My name's not written on my forehead. Otherwise, I'd be an illegitimate minister. The name of Jesus Christ in the name of God the Father is written on my forehead. I come from Zion today, the mountain of God, and not on the banks and not on the basin, but the top of the mountain to you with Peter, James, and John, and the throne of grace, and the four living creatures, and the 24 elders, and a rainbow of the soul of Christ, that your soul also may be possessed by the soul of the Messiah, which is called deliverance, healing, and salvation. Soteria, sozo. Have you been saved by the rainbow soul of Jesus? The promise of the seven spirits of God. A Holy Spirit-controlled heart and mind without any other spirit of the Nephilim that fell in the flood or the fallen angels, the fathers of the Nephilim. That you would not be controlled by darkness but be controlled by light. In Him there is no darkness at all. Our God is an all-consuming light which is fire and it's alive, and it's holy, and it feels good. It's the glory of God, Shekinah fire, Shekinah glory. It burned in the bush, and now you're the bush. Burning, but not consumed, which means I still have a body, and it's just like the glory keeps burning like a menorah through my stomach, blazing through my heart and mind, the mind of Christ.
is the seven spirits of God. The promise of Noah that I won't destroy the world naturally, but the elements shall melt with fervent heat and the flames of the heavens shall dissolve by the seven spirits of God that have been here exactly the same for 2,000 years and you're just waking up to the gift of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> We've been sleeping in the dust of the earth. Daniel chapter 12, it is written. Oh, I'm not sleeping. Oh, you say you see. So now your words will be your judges. Oh, you see? You really see? You got seven eyes through your crucified soul? My God, I'm going to follow you for a season. You're the happiest person in the world. You're happier than Enoch, if that were true. You live a lifestyle of rapture, and you walk on clouds. <laughs> you have no walls. In fact, you're omnipresent. What? Oh yeah, omnipresent. Whoa, only God's omnipresent. Is God in you or Satan? Satan's the only one that makes you not have God's ability. If you have Satan in you, that's why you don't walk in divine ability. Huh. So cast the devil out of your heart and your mind, and you'll wake up to Christ living in the midst of you. What are you going to do with it? Clothe the world with glory, speaking life, giving everyone a drink of the new wine so you can burst the curse off their spirit. People trying to fix themselves up look good in front of others. Fake and phony hypocrites everywhere. Everywhere. But the true and the faithful are so pure in their heart today with crystal clear living waters they are louder than ever before. It's a time of the sons of thunder. And the seven thunders shall come from the 144,000, the kings and lords that are as pure and spotless as virgins, as if they had never sinned. They are the man-child company. They are the sons of the living God, the rulers and kings of the world. The kingdom age has already begun, but the church age has rejected it all the way into the lake of fire. It'll get darker for them every day. Not that we want it to. We have loved them perfectly, for the word of God is love. But because they have rejected God's ways and have clung and retained to their own so they could have control of their human systems in Gog and Magog, synagogue and church, and every building made by human hands that is the abomination of division and the separation of the tribes of Israel. <laughs> oh, I'm different than you. I go to my black church. I'm different than you. I go to my countercultural church. We got couches and we play some weird instruments. And we got all these little cliques and factions and divisions and everyone's got their own little culture. And it's a bunch of human opinion demons. You have one culture, heavenly Jerusalem. And you are all the sons and daughters of the living God. Let the Father and the Son wreck you and dash your nations to pieces, your cultures, like pottery. Smash them open so He can develop your spirit without any flesh, which means without any spot or wrinkle, that you wouldn't be tainted by the world, not even a drop of worldliness. You be so holy, so otherworldly, holy and heavenly that you're actually earthly good. <laughs> the people can say, as it's written in Psalms, obviously, 
these ones were born in Zion. These ones were born in Zion because they act like it. They live like it. They talk like it. They walk like it. They meet every need. They clear out hospitals. They clear out morgues. Don't have them walk over a cemetery. Ezekiel 37, the bones will start shaking. And flesh will come right on those bones. It will breathe into those dead bones. And we'll have an army of undead that are now alive. The resurrection of the third day is at hand. It's an upward force from below. Greatest in the kingdom is servant of all. He's not coming on the clouds. Men of Galilee, don't look at the clouds. He's coming through us. He's coming through the womb of humanity. He's coming through the mother of Jesus, humanity. John 19, mother your son, son your mother. The apostolic is in charge of humanity until the return of Jesus Christ, it is written. And how do you take care of humanity? You wake them up to who they are in Christ because they're so bewitched, they're so lied to. And some of these people like being bewitched because it's easier just to have their head in the sand to be blind to the spirit world, not deal with Freemasonry not deal with the occult, not deal with the hidden person of the heart, and just do surface-level fake Christianity, putting band-aids on people with philosophy and psychology instead of inward transfiguration of the renewal of the mind because it's costly of your human nature. These hypocrites will have the lake of fire. I'm not talking about those hypocrites, those Pharisees the sons and daughters of Satan. I'm talking about the people that have been held down by the Pharisees in every building made by human hands. Let's have a prison escape. A prison break out of the four walls of the church in total jubilee over all the earth. You've been ripped off so bad. And if you love church, my God, God's got something so much better for you. He's got a new wineskin of your spirit. You're not even aware of your spirit. You haven't even realized the glory of the fullness of deity indwelling you bodily. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you have reached full spiritual stature. You have the richest measure of the divine presence, and you've become a body fully filled and flooded with God Himself. And now you are the sons of God. And now you are the Israel of God. And now you are the kings and the rulers over the earth. Revelation chapter 5. It is written, He could have just told you every overcomer will be a Melchizedek. Because that's what Revelation 2 and 3, the overcomer's gifts, nine of them is. Nine of them are. It's Melchizedek. Perfectly described to you. He's got the bread, he's got the wine, he's got the scepter, he's got the crown, he's got the morning star, he's got the, the light of the world, the globe of the world in his hand, all the divine royalty, all priests, all kings, new covenant, temples of the Holy Ghost, and all live like it, walk like it, talk like it. He's giving you the Holy Spirit, so you're not fake. The problem is, is people haven't paid the price to experience it. Some have, very few. The ones that have are the pioneers that will reveal to others what's available because they are sleeping in the dust of the earth. But the reason why God didn't just say, oh, you're all Melchizedek, because He enjoys you discovering. It's an adventure with God. 
And as you walk this earth in the shoes of Jesus Christ, the, the feet shod with the gospel, <laughs> the gospel of peace and the boots of burnished bronze around your feet, having been refined in a fire. That walk of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords that you walk down in this world is how you get to know God the Father. Because every step of the way, some of your humanity gets peeled off your spirit and the morning star rises in your heart by the prophetic word and by obedience and faith in the living word, the prophetic word, the spirit of prophecy, the testimony or the experience of the life of Jesus of Nazareth on earth, 33 years. The spirit of prophecy, the testimony and experience of Jesus Christ on earth. Are you experiencing the experience of Jesus or some other spirit, some religious spirit? Like, you're not supposed to have the exact same walk, even though he's the firstborn of many, exactly like him, equally yoked to him with spiritual ability, divine ability, morning star in their left hand, iron scepter in their right hand, gold crown of life on their heads, in the full battle regalia of the ancient of days, the sovereign Lord of heaven and earth, the one who sits outside of time. I am present in the past. I am present, and I am present in the future. I am that I am. <laughs> With innumerable angels obeying every living word that comes forth from his mouth like seven thunders to shake off every lying serpent spirit from your souls and hearts and flesh, bones and blood, so that you can be alive by the Word of God, and there's nothing stronger than the Word. The strength of the Word is called King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And he had a name written on his leg. The Word of God. The Word of God. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And now it's time for every one of us to live in the grace, the peace, and the love of the bright cloud of Revelation 14.14, the Word of God. He's seated on a cloud, he's wearing a gold crown, and he's holding a sharp sickle. And this is the great grace, glory harvest swinging through the nations. And I saw their heads white for the harvest, like wheat, ready to be harvested, because they've been saturated and soaked by the ox of God by the holy people who live on the mountain that are mistreated by all these church hypocrites that have all the people and all the money and all the resources and just wasted on religious demons every day by the billions worldwide. And the holy people haven't sought money and they haven't watered it down to serve money and to serve people so they don't have much resources, but they got all the anointing. They got all the Father. Peter, James, and John had left everything in this world to be on the mountain of transfiguration. They have sacrificed their entire humanity to walk with the Father in the coolness of the day. Those who walk with Him perfectly will be the 144,000, the kings and lords of all nations for the next thousand years, and we usher it in in the name of Jesus Christ. We haven't taken up an offering in a week. If you guys want to donate and support this ministry, so right into the glory cloud of God the Father, redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.